It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hello, hi, and welcome to another Habits episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and we are on habit number one, and that habit is meditation. And just a reminder, if you are new to the show or you haven't yet caught up with the other episodes, in 2022, we are going to be doing something together, and that's 12 Habits. And this follows on very neatly, although a little bit of a time lag, from our 2018 project that we did together, 26 Habits. 26 Habits was about uh, making or breaking a habit every two weeks. In 2022, we're going to linger a little bit longer and lean a little bit harder and further into the habits in order to really get a feel for what the benefits might be of doing them or indeed what the benefits might be of quitting whatever that habit that we choose to stop doing might be. And we've talked a little bit about habit formation and what have you, and we've talked about how to make it a part of your life. And that really is the thing that seems to be the obstacle when people are trying to incorporate what they believe to be, in inverted commas, good habits into their lives. There can sometimes be these obstacles. And this is very true for the habit of meditation. And this is what has been coming up in my DMs, on email and in the Facebook group since I announced that this was the first habit. So I'm going to try uh, in in a way that I hope will be helpful to answer that, to solve that over the course of the coming weeks uh, as we in the month of January 2022, we come to understand meditation, how to do it and how to incorporate it into our lives. Now, however, this episode is a little bit of a curveball and it's a curveball for a couple of reasons. The main reason is because as part of this uh, desire in 2022 to lean into things, to run towards the things I'm scared of, to be a little bit more experimental and be a bit more, for want of a crude expression, of a guinea pig when it comes to these habits, I have been on a four-day meditation course at the London Meditation Centre with Gillian Lavender. And this all came about because Gillian and I had a conversation on the podcast in December, the first half of December. And that conversation came about because she very kindly sent me a copy of her book, Why Meditate. Um, Towards the end of the summer, actually, it was one of those things that arrived. I thought, oh, I really want to read that. But there were so many other research projects that I had to do that it kept slipping down, slipping down. And then in November, I read it and I hastened to add, I read it very quickly and very effortlessly. And immediately got in touch and said, please, 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 please come on the show. And that book only found its way to me because Amelia Freer has been a guest on this podcast previously and had talked about learning to meditate at the London Meditation Centre with Gillian. And so all these little uh, links in the chain uh, ended up uh, meaning that I went and did this course, this four day course. And I am in a post-course glow of 
oh my goodness, why would you do anything else? This is so amazing. And I know that that is not going to make, it's not, it's not something that's accessible for everybody. So I want to share a little bit about the course. But I also want to be very honest with you and say that by a four-day course, it is two hours every day over a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's four consecutive days, basically a long weekend. They are evening sessions on Thursday and Friday, and then afternoon sessions on Saturday and Sunday. And they have been exhausting. And I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting to feel physically drained from doing this course. But as Julian has explained throughout the four days, I hasten to add, it's completely normal to feel that way. And other members of the group in which I was uh, one of many uh, also were saying by the second, third and fourth session, I am so fatigued. I am so fatigued. I'll be very honest. I did this course with my friend Sam and on the first, second, maybe all of the days, but particularly I think this, the second day, I I didn't even feel, I was, I don't even know how I got on the train. I felt very out of it, not in a way that made me unsafe, but just I was very, very tired and it was also very cold in London. In fact, it made the, normally my journey to get to that West London uh, would be pretty simple. It's one overland train, one tube, slingshots me all the way there. Brilliant. But because of various engineering works and also because of staff shortages because of COVID, it would have been, I think, if depending on the route, my original route came out as three trains and two tubes. And in the end, it was one train and two tubes. But anyway, it was a little bit more of a quest. I'm not even going to call it. I'm not even going to say it was disjointed it was a quest at times especially because it was also freezing cold and so I turned up to the first two days of the course looking as though I was going on a Duke of Edinburgh awards award scheme with like full you know I could camp in what I was wearing and um, it was a little bit excessive but like I said these I'm running towards the things that scare me and actually these sorts of things do frighten me they intimidate me going to these sorts of courses I know some people who are listening might think really but they do I, I find them a little bit intimidating so I sort of go dressed dressed for survival and it, well if we lose power don't worry I've got I don't know uh, solar powered something in my handbag I didn't but anyway you get the gist so the combination of the course and what we were learning and also the fact that the commute was a little bit quest-like meant that I honestly have just been exhausted but as I said that has been a very common side effect not just in my class but as Gillian has told me for many many people who have gone through this and the type of meditation is Vedic meditation and I almost don't want to say too much. Like I said, I'm, I'm, what time is it now? I left this class three hours ago and I have fed myself and I am sitting down to try and sort of put this all together. And I think in the interest of doing this justice and also not being too evangelical, what I might do is actually really plot my thoughts together and share this with you in the next 12 Habits episode and really give you a sense of what the experience is like. But it was honestly excellent and the fact in a way the fact that there was a physical feeling of exhaustion only made me feel as though it was even more impactful and even more meaningful an experience to have gone through this because there was evidence there was physical evidence of feeling tired but then also 
in today's session, in the final session, Gillian said, is there anything else that anyone's been feeling? And one of the things that I definitely noticed is, and bear with, bear with me listeners, I've just been on a four day course. I'm a little bit up in, up in my head, but it felt as though time and I were no longer fighting each other. And by that, I mean, there was a certain amount of synchronicity where, so normally I bring heightened energy to every situation I'm in because I'm always worried about, is there enough time? Um, if I, if I get here, will I get there in time? Even on a weekend, like today, for example, wake up, going to do my meditation. Uh, I, I know I've got to do a little bit of housework. I know I've got to do some stuff for the podcast. I really want to go out. I like to walk for an hour in the park every day if I can. I know I've got to get ready. I know I've got to wash my hair, which means I'm probably going to need to allocate this. I need to do a COVID test before I go out. And so that begins to, normally that creates a load of chatter that impacts everything. And what I found even on this, this morning was I hadn't brought that tension to those things. It was just, yep, okay, I've got an hour before I've got to leave. So I'll wash my hair, do my COVID test. And then when I'm drying my hair, that'll be cooking. And then da, 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 da. and it just felt a lot easier. It didn't feel as though I was bringing that heightened tension. And in a larger sort of, well, in a slight tangent, I was saying to someone over Christmas how I sometimes feel as though I'm so worried about what is going to happen in the future that I don't enjoy the present. And this is really evident on my walks in the park. Sometimes I can walk around the park, do an hour in the park, and it's a beautiful park. And I get back and I think, I didn't, did I look up? Or was I looking sort of aimlessly in front of me the whole time? Did I actually notice anything? Um, And it's because my head is elsewhere. It's not enjoying the present moment. Whereas this morning, I was very aware of the sights, the sounds, how beautiful everything looked. I wore my yellow-toned sunglasses, which... um, it was an interesting decision to buy them, but I bought them and, uh, but hey, it, they made the world look very golden and beautiful this morning. So there we go. Anyway, so that's definitely something that I've noticed. And it's one of these things where I've spoken to quite a few people who've been through various meditation courses, people who've done this one as well. And it begins to impact you immediately in a way that you notice, you think, ah, that feels different. And so in this episode, I was going to talk about uh, what's the entry level, because in the Facebook group, a lot of people have been saying, where do I start? Um, What apps can you recommend? Are there any guided meditations that you can recommend on YouTube? And I've really had to give myself a stern talking to on the train home, because I was saying to Gillian, having done this course, four day course, and it's two hours a day. So when you think about it, you know, eight hours in total, it's not, it's not huge, but there is the commitment of a cost and b committing to go somewhere for two hours every day for four consecutive days. But having done this and having previously used apps and having previously, and I say previously, like 10 days ago, used a guided meditation on YouTube, I would have said, yeah, they're great. They really do something. And I do believe they do. But on the other side of the experience I've just had, then the only thing I can think about is, you know, in Crocodile Dundee, when Paul Hogan says, that's not a knife, that's how I feel a little bit. That kind of energy of, well, yeah, I mean, they both do the same thing, but this is a whole different experience. And I've just very glibly said, yeah, they all do the same thing, but um, they don't. And that's one of the things that you learn in the course, the what's really going on physically and mentally, emotionally on with neuroplasticity that there's a lot going on and 
this course has really uh, opened up my mind and my eyes to, to really what's happening and why you why you've got to stick to it and why it's such a wonderful thing to do. And actually, I could begin to wang on about that and tell you about a little bit more about what Gillian has said in the course. But well, I had her on the podcast, I recorded an episode with her a few weeks ago. So actually, that's going to be Sunday's episode. And that was always part of the plan. But having now done the course, I am just very very happy that the next episode, uh, the next interview episode that you're going to be here, going to be hearing is with Gillian. And it's talking exactly about this. She's written this incredible book called Why Meditate. And it's not how to meditate. And it's very explicit and very specific that don't pick up the book and think that you're going to shortcut your way to meditating. It's talking about the why. Because, and I've said this before, when it comes to habit formation, if you can find your why, if you can establish a reason why you want to do something and what the benefits of doing it will be for you, then there's a much stronger connection. There's a much stronger reason to get up in the morning and do that thing, whether it's to meditate, whether it's to work out, whether it's to whatever it might be. If you can figure out your why and the book so brilliantly lays all of that out and we really unpick that in the conversation that you uh, will hear uh, if you're listening to this in real time on Sunday, the next sun on next Sunday, on next Sunday, next Sunday. Um, yes, it might be evident that I am not necessarily as measured as I normally am. I uh, do feel as though I've been through something special. I do feel, oh my gosh, I have to tell you about the sleep. Oh my goodness. The first night came home and managed to eat something I think I must have been in bed by nine o'clock and I slept and it was a quality of sleep, a depth of sleep that I have not experienced in a long, long time. And that has been every single night of this course. So there's definitely, even that is evidence of this is definitely having some sort of impact and just to tell my reason why I wanted to get into the, the meditation, why I wanted to do this course, I had Gillian on the show and I suppose towards the end of 2021, I was beginning to feel as though some of the, some of the edges of my mental health that I thought were nicely sewn up, having done a lot of work, having been through therapy, having, you know, as I said, done the work, like some of them were beginning to fray open and it made me feel quite vulnerable and it made me feel um anxious about going into 2022 and I had tried to get into the apps again and I had tried to do guided meditations the apps I have to say they have felt clunky it has felt like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole and the guided meditations have been great because you sit there but but knowing what I know now, I don't believe that I'm in a, in a meditative state, uh, quote unquote, when I'm doing the guided meditations, but they absolutely uh, chill me the heck out. But yeah, the app experience just hadn't felt the same at all. And I was beginning to get frustrated. And I had actually weirdly, I would say a few years ago, looked at the London Meditation Centre's website, and it was just cost prohibitive for me. And I wanted to, but I, I just didn't have the funds. And this time, and just just uh, listeners, uh, it wasn't a free comp uh, course, by the way. 
At the end of my conversation with Gillian, I, we stopped recording and I just was very honest and said, I, I, want, I want what you're selling. I want what you've just said. I feel as though I need it. And I'm trying ver- my various methods, all of the toolkits that I built uh, going through. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Therapy, dealing with the things I dealt with, and nothing is I don't feel like I'm making the pro- making progress and it's beginning to worry me it's beginning to scare me and that's why I wanted to do this course because I wanted to not be so easily dragged into negativity I wanted to stop being so sensitive I sometimes felt like I was too sensitive to the world and I just wanted to feel grounded and I began to feel as though I wasn't I didn't have the same grounding so that's my reason and having done what I've just done I feel confident that if I practice this twice a day for 20 minutes that I will have a really useful tool in my toolkit that will help me in many areas of my life and like I said this is still so new so I'm sort of a little bit wary of being too evangelical about it but that's just to give you a little bit of an idea but what I want to do is process this and then come back in the next episode and really give you a bit more of a flavour about what I went through. But equally, it is a private thing. Um, And there's no point me telling you exactly what happens because it's best that you listen to Gillian. But I will give you a... a, I will have had... Goodness. I will have had an opportunity by the next time that we have a habits episode to have really fully downloaded the experience. And also I'll chat to my friend who was on the course too. Um, Because she had an opposite experience. I felt very drained. She felt incredibly bright and uplifted and productive. Whereas I did not. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I was like, get me into bed. Also, side note, we both talked about the fact that we didn't want to put junk into our systems. <laughs> and by junk, we we did mean food. We also meant alcohol. But <laughs> I also, and listeners, if you're if you're long-time listeners, you'll know, I love me some real housewives. I come in, I put it on in the background when I'm cooking my food or I'm sort of pottering around, and I find it there's something that I find very comforting and entertaining and whatever about it. I have not felt compelled to watch. I literally have seen all of my latest episodes in my queue and I'm like, no, that's not for me today. <laughs> and I know some of my uh, people from my WhatsApp groups might be like, for the love of Mike, Emma, don't, don't. I'm sure I'll be back. But all I've been able to consume since the course started is uh, the Golden Girls <laughs> because it's so sweet and it's safe and it's lovely. And so, uh, again, it might not have any bearing on it, but it also might have some bearing on it, just that it's very safe, sweet and familiar. And I mean, the Golden Girls are iconic. They are so iconic. If you can't, if you actually haven't seen it for a little while, it's all on Disney Plus, all seven seasons. I encourage you from the first episode, those characters are so perfectly drawn, but I am totally uh, going off on a massive tangent. So the main question I've been asked in the Facebook group is where do I start 
do I start with an app? Can I do it over Zoom? Um, are there, uh, we've talked about apps, what's the other thing? Oh, guided meditations on YouTube. There are all of those things. Um, there's obviously Headspace. Now, Headspace is the app that I have previously used and I have had Andy Podicum on the podcast. He's a co-creator of Headspace. And he's a, he was a fascinating guest. And I think Headspace really has value. If you are coming into meditation completely new and you don't really know much about it, the instructional videos, the format of it makes it so easy. It holds your hand. It is obviously not the same as going to an in-person uh, meditation course in the way that I have done. But had I not done Headspace, would I have uh, been motivated to do what I've just done? I don't know. I Maybe not. Who knows? Because it does feel like quite a big leap. So if you're starting... The apps are a great place to start. And obviously I'll put the links in the show notes, but Headspace is great. If you want to understand a little bit more about Headspace and what it's about, why they built it and what's really going on when they do these guided meditations with you, then listen to that episode with Andy and I'll find it and I'll put the link in the show notes. There's also another app called Calm. And again, the founders, uh, Michael Acton Smith was on the podcast very, very early days of the podcast. I think it was 2016 or very early 2017. And Calm, again, a very similar proposition, but they, I think recently you'll probably be, maybe I'm wrong, but I think a lot of people are aware of the Calm app because of the sleep stories. They've had people like Matthew McConaughey, Stephen Fry. I think I think Harry Styles has done a sleep story and they are, they're wonderful. And I think both of those apps have real merit. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I know meditation is really good for me. I know meditation is good for anxiety. I think meditation is good for depression or stress. Yes, I believe that those those apps have the potential to help you feel less stressed if you follow those things in the moment as you are doing them. I don't know about the cumulative benefits, but I would say that in the moment, if you are feeling something, they are accessible. They're right there. You can open them up and you can take yourself off the ledge or take your uh, stress levels down a notch. Um, I think they can be of real value. And guided meditations, the one that I keep coming back to, although there are tons but the one that I will link in the show notes is Yoga with Adrian is a YouTube channel that I adore. And Adrian does really wonderful guided meditations. And again, if your mind is swirling around and you're feeling incredibly stressed at the end of the day, if something, if you're ruminating on something and it's really taking you into a doom spiral, if you need it, it is literally there, YouTube and listening to her voice and just listening to the even the tempo of her voice and just sitting down calmly following what she says about where to put your hands and how to sit etc I'm sure all of these things have benefit now one of the other questions that I'm going to raise here but I'm going to park and come back to you next week to really answer is can you learn online <laughs> this is an interesting one so this is slightly different from the apps this is could you do a course via zoom via a website and from my experience and like I said I'm three hours out of the class from my experience I would say if you can do it in person do it in person but if you are so geographically restricted that your only option is to do it online I would say I'm sure okay I will look into that and I will find those resources but what I am going to do between now and the next time we see each other for this habit is um, look into the online courses should that be something 
that some of you would like to investigate because maybe the in-person course doesn't seem so accessible or achievable or within reach for whatever reason, whether it's cost, geography, whatever. Um, A lot of people have also been saying that they think they know what meditation is, but but they need guidance. And I think this is incredibly interesting because actually I thought I knew what meditation was, but I didn't until this weekend. (laughs) I can tell you that much. I thought meditation was, I definitely knew what it looked like. And even that is kind of inaccurate. But I, um, in terms of doing it, I thought it would feel a certain way. I thought it would, but it doesn't. And I think that's a really interesting one. And again, uh, I need a little bit more time to really lean into that and get a bit more insight into what that guidance should really look like. Because it'd be really obvious for me to say, just go and do this course. But again, I know it's not accessible or achievable for everybody. So there are books, there are videos. um, And there are tons of books on meditation. In fact, I remember distinctly buying one. I don't even know whether it was on my bookshelf anymore. And it just, it just isn't the same. But if you want to understand some of the more scientific, chemical, biological things that are happening. There are resources out there. And so I will collate some of those and try and find ones that are accessible, uh, meaning that they're not too complicated and too cerebral to uh, share with you in the next episode. And again, uh, by the time we revisit each other, revisit each other, we see each other again for the next episode of this 12 Habits for Meditation, you would have heard the Gillian Lavender um podcast where she explains it in more detail it's just occurred to me that I might have called her Gillian Michaels during the course of this episode and not caught it forgive me um it's Gillian Lavender <laughs> but there we go um you know I have the Gillian Michaels app and Gillian's been on the show so um uh, I just suddenly thought it suddenly flashed in my head did you call Gillian Gillian Michaels in by accident hopefully not but there you go. Um, so like I said, I'm going to put the links to some of the apps in the show notes. I'm also going to put the link to Adrian's YouTube channel, Adrian's YouTube channel in the show notes so that you can have a look and maybe just try one of them out, see what they're, see what they're like. And then next time we see each other, I will download what this experience is really like. And I will try to share enough with you so that you know what it was about without taking away from it if you then decide to go and have that experience for yourself because trust me it has felt incredibly special and I really liked Gillian when I had her on the podcast now bear in mind we did this chat over zoom as I've been doing the show for nearly two years now I really liked Gillian I really liked her and her energy in the flesh is so wonderful and she's an incredible teacher I was really and she's I was just mesmerized by her the entire time even when I was fighting the fatigue of the effects of meditation and the other thing that uh, quite a few listeners have asked for is a Q&A session and so I'm trying to figure out a way to sort of do it simultaneously on Instagram and in the Facebook group. But bear with me. Uh, some people have asked for a Zoom. If you would like a Zoom where 
you know, I mean, bearing in mind there are 5,000 people in the Facebook group, but if you want to do a Zoom, then let me know and I'll do a Q&A that way. But I'm just trying to work out log- the logistics. Um, please understand that this week has not been as productive as I would have liked simply because <laughs> I didn't realize how tired I was going to be. And um, secondly, uh, there have been so many questions that I just haven't been able to get through everything in a way that I would have liked for this episode. But lots of you have been asking, checking in, how is the course? What's the course like? How was the course? eye-opening, incredible, um, mentally, emotionally, physically demanding in a way that felt very, uh, not ta- not taxing in a bad way, but just, I felt this course, um, hasn't felt difficult. It, um, it's really wonderful. I'm really glad I've done it. I'm really, really glad I have done it. And so, yes, I will be sharing a little bit more of that. People have been asking, and I will obviously put the link to that course in the show notes. And just as a note, I know I keep talking about accessibility, but um, if you want to, there are introductory calls that Gillian and her partner Michael do. And I did it as well. So once I said, Gillian, I want what you're selling, she said, okay, we'll just come onto one of our Zoom chats where they get everyone who's got an interest and it's about an hour long and they tell you exactly what's involved. I'll put the link to the London Meditation Centre in the show notes so that if you decide you all you want to do, no commitment, nothing, if you just want to sit on on one of those calls and see what it's all about and they will explain a little bit more about the course that I've just done then um, that's up to you to decide and um, you can have a look and obviously you can be anywhere in the world to do that particular call anyway um, I'm mindful of your time on a Monday I hope that if you have started meditating in any way shape or form or if you've whether it's mindfulness whether it's using an app whatever it might be let me know join the Facebook group share your progress I think it would be really wonderful for other for everyone to share where they are with it what they're waiting for and if there's something else that you want from me that's not kind of a cloudy <laughs> uh, retelling of what's been happening over the last four days if there's anything else specific you want from me we've still got a few episodes of this podcast of this particular uh, habit I think we've got three more episodes so if there's anything you specifically want from me let me know and between now and the next time I see you I will have downloaded my full thoughts and feelings and emotions about the course. And I will also have figured out the logistics of doing a Q&A. And um, I will be putting the details of that in the Facebook group, on my Instagram, and I might even do a little newsletter just giving you a heads up. So if you're not signed up to any of those things, then go to the show notes and click all of the links. But um, if you want to get in touch, don't forget the beauty podcast at gmail.com. And thank you so much for your time. I will see you on the next one. <laughs>